Tommy! Mikey! Hey, buddy, how was your weekend? It was fantastic. I went to that black church. Oh, give me an amen. Amen. That is the great thing about going to an inner city church. It's interactive, right? Right. You're having fun. You're singing along. The pastor is preaching the sermon, and you're shouting out those amens. It's fun. Now, you promised to go as well. Tell me about your experience. (laughs) Well, before I answer that, how many white people were there besides you? I was it. You were kidding. The only one, baby. And no one looked like you, like you're the white devil? No, they were super friendly. I'm kidding. They're hugging. They're embracing. They're loving me. And, you know, what's not to love? Uh, When you're loved, you know, life is beautiful, right? But, you know, some might get suspicious, say, what's this white guy doing? Did anybody come to you and ask you why, why you're there? Well, they knew I was friends with the pastor. Oh, okay. Yeah. In fact, when I walked in, he announced my arrival. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so All the eyes are on you. That's right. That's right. You look good in that dashiki, didn't you? I did. There you go. <laughs> and you know what else? This was a great weekend because I saw the best movie I've seen so far for 2018. Do you know what that is? Well, I'm going to guess it was about Queen. Yes. Mama Mia, Mama Mia. <laughs> you know, Thomas, that's getting mixed reviews. I don't know why. If you look at the Rotten Tomato scores, right. it's like 95% for people and 54% from critics. Now, I don't understand why the critics don't like it, because well, as far as I'm concerned, this Rami Malek, right. he deserves an Oscar. Yeah, I mean, so that's this, what they're saying. This is an Oscar-winning performance. No, they he, love the performance. What they don't love is the story. What's wrong with the story? They said that it was, it. I don't know, it, it was dishonest in a lot of places and didn't talk about AIDS a lot. And It got into all that stuff. Okay, I'm just going, I didn't see you know, it yet. The movie would have been a total downer if it had spent all this time <laughs> on AIDS. I mean, I think we all lived the AIDS experience and it's just too bad. You know, he passed away in 1991 and shortly after that they found, you know, a treatment and he could still be alive today. I mean, he was really, really a talented guy. Oh my God. I was late to the party. I was one of those guys that didn't really care about queen when they were happening, but you know, yeah. You know, he had a six year relationship with a woman. Did they play that up in the movie? Yeah. And they also said what happened in that relationship and how he ultimately ended up with a man. You know, he was bisexual. Right. He was super, super talented. Was telling a, a friend of mine when I left the movie about the movie and, you know, he didn't really get it. I think he sort of thought like you. In fact, his response to me was, well, they were just a glam band. No. I mean, really? Is I never that, is that, that what you, I mean, this is a band that changed the culture. Right. I mean, you go to any sporting event in America, you're going to hear, we are the champions, we will rock you. At no, some, they were great, great At some musicians. point in time. I mean, anybody from the womb to the tomb knows Bohemian Rhapsody. They know, uh, we are the champions, we will rock you. Right. Uh, they probably, you can go even deeper, and I'm sure they know a lot of Queen music. So you can't tell me they weren't iconic because they they weren't a, just a glam band. Come on. So boys and girls, go out and put on your Queen albums and take what Tom's talking about. Come on, get with it, people. Well, Karen loved it, too. She cried. Oh. I mean, it's very moving. It's a great movie. And, you know, to hear their songs. And by the way, I can't really tell this Rami Malek's voice between Freddie Mercury's, honestly. Are you sure it wasn't dubbed? Oh, I'm sure it was a combination of both, right? right? But it's just so well done. 
It's fantastic. I, I just I can't recommend this movie more. It's okay. so good. And when you hear their music, you know, in the context of these big cinema sound systems, I mean, it's absolutely mind boggling to hear it in that kind of context. Because right. and, you know, we came home and we have a Bose radio and we pulled out a Queen greatest hit CD and we put it on and turned it up loud. And, you know, you talk about rock biopic films like, right. well, this is more fictional, but, you know, the Mamma Mia series and stuff like that about ABBA, that was just fluff. This is the real deal. I mean, it's all true. It's just spectacular. It's how many a, stars, Thomas? How many stars? Out of how many? Five. Five. Okay. A full five. You give it a full five. Thomas Kent, people. Stamp of the champ. So people go out there and get your, what's the, is the movie called? Queen or Rhapsody? Bohemian Rhapsody. Thomas, we have to talk about this. We haven't talked about it. We got to talk about this caravan. Okay? Okay. Now, when do you think they're going to reach Lansing? If they have good weather and everything goes right, think maybe May of 2020? I think it may be more like 2025. <laughs> by the time I'm they thinking. get to Lansing, how many think they'll be there? Is that really going to scare the people in Lansing? Maybe three or four stragglers get up that far? I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's all BS. You know what I think. Right. They're calling it Operation Faithful Patriot. You know what I'd call it, Thomas? Operation Political Stunt. That's what I'd call it. Yeah, that's going to cost us, John Q. and Mary M. taxpayer, about $200 million that's to get 15,000 troops on the border. You know, here's the thought. Instead of sending 15,000 troops that are already enough people there to begin with, why not send them to the churches, the synagogues, the schools? That's where the real terror is happening, right, pal? So you agree with the president when he says they should have had armed guards at this synagogue? Is I'm that, just saying. That, if you, I mean— is that what you think? No, I'm just saying, if you're going to send 15,000 troops to the border, I'd rather have them go to places where the terror's happening. Churches, synagogues, whatever. I was being facetious, Thomas. Well, I hope so. You know. Because it would be the one time you would be agreeing <laughs> with Donald Trump. You know, you watch the news from a certain channel, and they think that these Honduras women are holding their baby in one hand and a Molotov cocktail in the other, don't you? Yeah, it's all BS. That's Although, that certain channel, okay, let's just say it's Fox News, okay? Right. And, you know, you and I have talked about this before. They're a real news channel during the day. Right. Okay? You can get real news during the day. And my man Shep. Yeah. You get into the opinionated shows at night. It's propaganda. Here's what I don't like to understand about this immigrant controversy right now. Some people are planning these people as being dangerous, right? And right. we have to be careful of them. Well, do you remember back around the middle of the, or the start of the 20th century when Italian immigrants were coming over here? And what were they doing? They were dangerous. They were mafia, okay? And now they've been into our culture. And what do we love as Americans? We love the mafia, Sopranos, the Godfather movies, casinos. I don't think we actually love the mafia, but. Well, we love watching them, right? The stories, okay? No, we love the culture. Right. We love pizza. We love spaghetti. Come on. We love Italian food. We love Italian people. I know, but we sure soak up that. Obscure. I don't think we love the mob. Come well, on. But we, we You're love killing watch. me here. No, but we, we love watching one of the most popular TV shows. Of course. Show. All right. That's all so I'm saying. So we wouldn't have had the Sopranos if we hadn't actually had a Costa Nostra or whatever. Well, I don't think that he should send 15,000 troops. How about a couple tanks, right? Some Some strong air support. That would do the job, wouldn't it? Against those eight-year-olds with yes. rocks? I yes. don't know, man. <laughs> oh, brother. You know damn well, Thomas, tomorrow when the election comes, those troops are never going to go. Do you believe that? 
I don't think they're going, no. But they've already been given the word that they're going to deploy. So I think the troops are actually pretty upset about it. Right. I mean, can you imagine having to do something like that as the holidays are approaching? You're not going to spend any time with your family during the holidays, that's that's for sure. We don't have any kind of imminent threat, people. Go out and vote tomorrow. This is all ridiculous. It's a political stunt. Please go vote tomorrow. If you don't vote... If you're even thinking about staying home, shame on you. You know what I have to say to people like you? What's this world coming to? Dot com, my friend. Dot com. Don't forget the dot com. Tom and Mike. Now, Thomas, your boy got in trouble over the weekend. My boy? You love Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if I love him, but yeah, he got into some fisticuffs, right? Yeah. Apparently, according to police reports, he was going to parallel park right outside his Greenwich Village apartment. And some guy zipped right in and took it, and that's what happened. And he bopped him. Now, Thomas, he's been good for about five years, hasn't he? Yeah, since that foam machine ordeal, right? Well, he married this younger woman. She's a yoga teacher. And if you want my thought on this whole thing, here's what happened. He'd been good for about five or six years. Then he met this woman, and they started having kids. He's had like four kids in like five years. They're all under like three years old, four years old. And I'm thinking, he's ready to explode, right? And this thing just set him off, and boom, he had to release some of the energy somewhere, and he popped this guy. He's having too many kids, Thomas. Yeah, you have to admit, though, if you've ever been anywhere and you're getting ready to pull into a parking spot and somebody (laughs) zips in and takes your spot, boy, that's just the worst, right? I know, but you don't punch the guy in the face. No, of course not. But my understanding is they started getting into a yelling match, and one thing led to another, so, yeah, you could kind of see how that could happen, right? Right. Yeah. He wasn't really arrested, though, was he? Yeah. Was he booked? Was he yes. fingerprinted? Yes. yes. What's that website we can go to to see the mugshots? <laughs> oh. Mugshots.com? That's it. No, that's not it. There is not a to be confused with what's, <laughs> what's this world coming to? .com. You love to talk when I'm talking, don't you? No. It's okay. I love you anyway. You talk too much, so I have to get in there every now and then. <laughs> Tom and Mike. Now, talk about somebody else is having a rough couple days, and that's Kanye West, my friend. Did you hear yeah, about Yeah, he- I heard he's getting out of politics, right? <laughs> he's distancing himself from politics, he says. Distancing? He says, I've been used to spread messages I do not believe in. You know what I'm saying to myself when I hear this? I'm glad to see that Kanye finally renewed his prescriptions. That's what I'm thinking, Thomas. His subscriptions? Yep, his prescriptions. He finally renewed them. Oh, you mean not subscriptions, but prescriptions. (laughs) Okay, you can nitpick me now. Okay, there's a huge difference between subscriptions (laughs) and prescriptions, okay? So, yes, his medications have been altered, so he seems to be okay now. Yeah, his wife, Kim Kardashian, actually said she's concerned her husband is becoming unhinged after breaking promises he'd never wear that MAGA hat again. That's what she's saying, Thomas. You know, this guy was pretty talented, and he was sound of mind until he went into that family. Don't you agree about that? That seems to be the one thing that uh, took him over the edge right there. He was probably lurking at the edge before that. And then (laughs) when he got into that family, oh yeah, they took him right over. It's their fault. I'm surprised. He's a good guy. Come on. Uh, I'm surprised Saturday Night Live didn't do a thing with him this past weekend. Did you watch SNL? 
Yeah, I did. It was, uh, I like You had an extra hour. Of course you did. (laughs) What time did you get up yesterday? Eight o'clock. How about you? Which is really nine o'clock, right? Correct. So you slept till nine. Yeah, but I I stayed up till one. So I stayed up an hour later to compensate for the hour that I lost so that I would sleep later and I wouldn't notice that I actually lost an hour. Isn't that genius? Do you think we should do this every year? Doesn't bother me. I just do what I have to do to make sure I'm not crazy. Right. I like not having to get up when it's dark. It is part. kind of crazy, you know, the the idea that it's nighttime at 4.30 in the afternoon, right? Yeah. Well, only for about three months. The hard, cold winter. The dark days of winter. That's right, baby. Lansing, here they come. Tom and Mike. Here's a funny story. They have gardens, a lot of gardens in, in Japan. They really love their gardens. And one of the biggest ones is called the National Garden in Tokyo. And last year, <laughs> they lost almost a quarter of a million dollars in revenue all due to one scared employee. This guy was yelled at once a couple years ago by either probably probably a German or American tourist. You know how they can be sometimes. They yelled at them. And ever since that time, whenever a foreigner was coming into the gardens, he didn't collect their tickets. And it cost him $229,000 over the two years. Wow. He stopped collecting tickets in April of 2016 when he was scared after a non-Japanese man yelled at him. Isn't that something, Thomas? The guy was obviously shy. (laughs) I bet 95% of him was pocketed by this guy, and he just made that up. There's no way the guy could be that scared. Could you imagine that? Yeah, people are timid. People are shy. They don't want to get yelled at. They're insecure. Yeah, that could happen, right? Well, he was in the wrong job, a ticket taker. You know, if you (laughs) want strange stories, yes, and you just like listening to strange stories, anytime you feel like a strange story, you know where you need to go, people. What's this world coming to? Dot com. Tom and Mike. I know that you know what Nike's slogan is, right? Just do it. But do you know how it came about? I have no clue. This is a really strange story. Remember Gary Gilmore? I do. Okay. When Gary Gilmore, he died by firing a squad in 1977. He was a convicted killer and he was sentenced to death in those days. He went by firing squad. And right before they shot him, he yelled out, let's do it. Okay. So some ad executive heard that and he went to Phil Knight, the guy that owned He said, let's do it or just do it? No, he said, let's do it. That's what Gary Gilmore said. So this ad executive took that, went to Phil Knight of Nike and said, hey- I got an idea. Why don't we say, just do it? And at first the guy said, nah, I don't believe it. But he talked them into it. The rest is history, pal. See, it would have been a better story if Gilmore had yelled out, just (laughs) do it. See, this is like plagiarism, but not really. So they didn't want the Gilmore estate to see any of those proceeds. It would have been plagiarism at that point, right? Right. Do you have a favorite slogan, advertising slogan that you can remember growing up or even now in your mind? I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. (laughs) Mine is, when I was a very little kid, very, very little, I used to remember, you'll wonder where the yellow went when you brush your teeth with Pepsodent. Wonder where the yellow went? When you brush your teeth with Pepsodent. I never have this kind of energy. You must have had a couple cups of coffee, buddy. No, I went to that black church. I'm telling you, I'm energized. See? See what happens? Sing it, brother. Say it. Give me an amen. Tom and Mike. If you're at home and you and your family go to a wedding, the house is all there by itself. What's the one thing you hope that never gets stolen? The one thing. Yep. Then I'm going to set myself up to lose my bullet. You know, my 2019 Ford Mustang bullet. Well, that, that would be the one thing because it'd be sitting in the garage. And if I came home and it wasn't there anymore, I'd be sad. 
Well, because it can't be replaced. It's number 128 of 500. Come on, man. Well, this particular West Virginia family went to the wedding, and when they got home, someone had broken their house, and they took their toilet. Toilet? Yeah, I would never think anybody would want to steal somebody's toilet. And right now, police have nothing to go on, Thomas. Nothing to go on. Ah, you. Oh, you know, ah, uh, you know, every once in a while, you pull a real gem out your yin yang if you get my drift. You know, in parts of West Virginia, toilets they can flush are a hot commodity. You know that, hot don't you? commodity. I did not know that because otherwise they got to go in the back to the outhouse. Right. That's why this is suspicious. This is West Virginia. How did they know that there was an inside toilet anyway, right? An inside job. <laughs> That's what you wanted to say, right? Yeah. I got to help you with your jokes right? sometime. But can you imagine stealing someone? <laughs> can you imagine stealing someone's toilet, Thomas? No. No. There must be a serious porcelain shortage in West Virginia. That's why you have to personalize your toilet. Do you know that I wrote something on the back of my toilet? It says, please remain seated for the entire performance. Hey, does it work for you? Yes, it does. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> yes, it does. I'm in and out, Thomas. I'm not one of those people. I go into people's houses and they have books. You ever go to those houses? Oh, have we have all that stuff. Believe well, who me. who sits on the toilet? There's no region? in and out for this guy. Let oh, me really? tell you, every experience is a new one. I just got to say, I really have no idea what to expect. Good morning, Lansing. Tom and Mike.